Howdy. Hi, I'm Lucy. Oh, I messed it up. I'm Jackson. You're listening to Half Price Wine. I already messed this episode up. You already—you gave me the death stare just then. Yeah, because we do it the same way every time. I think this it's is... Been, it's been a little while, though. We haven't done an episode in a couple weeks. This is episode Episode 16. 16. So, thanks for uh, sticking around. We have some big news coming coming down the chute. We're our, <laughs> down the chute. Our, uh, like our media insiders have shared with us that Brendan Dassey of Making a Murderer, his Making a murderer frame. conviction was overturned yesterday. Which is really great. I mean, I think everyone probably, everyone just felt bad for that kid. Because you could see the other guy, you could see him being in there. I mean, he probably didn't do it. But there's no way Brandon did it. Yeah, there's just no way that kid would had anything to do with it. So that's good. It's good to know that he's he's out. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. That he the Mike main reasons it was overturned was because the judge found that it was unconstitutional that he was questioned without a parent present. Some of the tactics they used in questioning him, like yeah. they lied to him a lot and just kind of they basically coerced him into saying that he did it and if y'all watched Making a Murderer, like he definitely was on the borderline of yeah, the, like he he was he had some he definite special. learning disabilities. So here at Half Price Wine, we're happy to hear that that was overturned. I'm sure it'll be a big topic of um, yeah. We'll try and get him on air and see if we can get him to <laughs> we'll confess to get, doing another murder. Get Brendan, <laughs> but they are doing a season two, so I would bet that'll be in there. Sorry if I just spoiled that because I would bet that would it might revolve around that. At least one episode will be them getting him. Oh, off for sure. The hook. Yeah. So. We are we're pretty excited about that, but I just realized we failed. It has been a couple of weeks. We've we've forgotten our order. We failed to mention while we're even drinking. Oh man, we are slacking, slacking it up. What? What? Are we drinking? drinking? You're doing a really good job. <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim. It's a dry riesling. My mom gave it to us. Thanks, mom. Yep. It has a lion on the front. It's kind of a bejeweled lion. It's cool. So, it's cool looking. It's an interesting bottle. It's a little taller and skinnier than most bottles. Yeah. That's about it. Nothing too... Nothing too crazy. Too crazy. Made in 2013. So... It's a Japanese I, one. See, I thought all it? Rieslings were sweet, but I didn't know there was a range... This is a dry Riesling, so I didn't know there was like a. I kind of like it, yeah. I'm a not, range on. I don't Rieslings. usually go for that sweet stuff, but this is uh, this is good. I it's like good it so far. We'll see. We'll just you'll have to wait and see how we wait rate it. Wait and see. Though. All right, what's up next? So speaking of Brendan Dassey, that kind of reminded me. I don't remember if we've mentioned it on here, but we have been watching HBO's The Night of. Yep, it's which... uh, kind of like in the same the same um, vein as those shows that we talk about a lot in the show, The Night of. Uh, actually, that's this show. So I'm just. Oh my god, you've had like two sips. So I'm far. not doing good. It's been a while. I'm not doing good. So it's kind of. It, I mean, it's scripted, but it's like a scripted drama. But it it definitely has similarities to like the serial and. Yeah, it's like a combination of serial making murder, and making a murder. Not so much like the Jinx. So but, you know, we didn't really watch that one too much. I guess the story. This isn't really a spoiler. This is just kind of a description of the show. But in, like, the first episode, it's about this, I think he's college-age Indian guy. Yeah. And he go he meets this girl that he doesn't know and goes over to her house and... He makes just a really... He just makes just a bad Just a choices. series of very poor choices that lead to his arrest. Yes. And so it's kind of about 
did he do it? Didn't he do it? You know, just the justice system in general. So I've really been enjoying it. It's a good time. It's really well shot, well written, uh, well acted. Dark. It is very dark. I do really like the main guy. He seems he's super so good. good. He, if you haven't seen uh, Nightcrawler yet, go out and watch that. He plays the. He's uh, in that. Yeah, he's the he's Jake Gyllenhaal's assistant. Uh, oh man, now I do want to watch. No, that. that movie's so good. I didn't so know he good. had been in anything. Oh yeah, he's before. great. He's in that. And he's a, he's a, he's a rising star right now. He's in the new. He's gonna be in the new uh, Star Wars movie. Really? Yeah, he's gonna be. The, the new one with Felicity Jones, where it's kind of like an Ocean's Eleven Star Wars movie. That's crazy. Yeah. I really thought this was like the first thing he was in. I didn't know he was already yeah, he's in building a name for else himself. Too. Yeah, he's. I really like him. He's really good. He's he's got like he just has a way of just looking at you and just seeming like he has no soul and he's just but it's got crazy nothing in there because he does. He has done a good job of being like he does seem like a nice you know yeah he nice, seems like a good kid. Good kid, lot, but then like the you can see goes him on, kind of changing. Yeah, you can see him becoming the the. You can see how the justice system is turning him into a dark, dark soul. So yeah, we're and, we're giving it our stamp of approval. Y'all should watch it. And yeah, let and it's us got know what it's got think. John Turturro in it, and it's, he's doing an awesome. What job. else is he in? I recognize him, but I don't know like anything uh, he's in. Did you see a Brother Art though? I've seen like bits and pieces. He's he's been in a lot of Coen Brothers movies, like Barton Fink. He's a uh, He's he's just in a lot of movies in general where he just kind of plays a guy that, you know, you just each, like a character actor. He's kind of like Gary Oldman in that sense, where he'll just play a role that's very different from another role that he's been. There, he's very, uh, there very talented. There is one characteristic of like to do with his character that I'm not sure if some uh, the feet thing? the feet thing like is something gonna come back to that? Is that just like characterization because it's just characterization? It's, it's just, like. A, <laughs> A lot. Yeah, it's just characterization. I really doubt that there's going to be a breakthrough in the case that has to do. Well, with I mean, the I don't. Yeah, like I don't think it would have. But but it just seems like a lot. It's just it's just really. Um, just showing that he's like. Yeah, down on his luck, lawyer. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the. What, what disease is that? Do you know? I think it's. I thought it was maybe psoriasis or something. That's oh what, yeah, maybe. That's what it seems like, but I'm not totally sure. But yeah, he's great. The acting in it's very good. They do all. They do a great job. Of showing the impact on the family of uh, mm-hmm. of the kid. Yeah, his show. family. They've all done a really good job. Yeah. You know who the only person in the show that I feel like is doing a terrible job acting? Hmm. Who? The um, prosecutor, I guess. The lady? Yes. The, yeah, I don't like her. I don't her. know if it's just her voice is annoying, but it seems like she's not a good actress. I It could yeah. just be her voice, though. I don't know. Yeah. But she bothers me. <laughs> it's like uh, people's criticism of Hillary. Her voice bothers me. I really like the detective dude too. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that guy in anything, but he's very. Yeah, good. I'll be. He's not in it a ton. He's kind he of. He was in the beginning. Now he's just kind of guy that kind of just pops up here and there. Yeah, I'll be interested to see kind of what happens with his character. We just finished the fifth episode. The fifth, yeah. And there's supposed to be eight. So, well, there is supposed to be eight. We. Can, I, no, we haven't fully oh, confirmed. Okay. I thought, I don't know. The I'm pretty the sure th- there's going to be eight. There's yeah. a lot left. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, watch it. Try it out. Let us know what you think. I'm really into these miniseries shows that, that just do one-offs. Like this, The Night Manager, that was on AMC. Like, they're really, really good, and there's like there's just no interest in a second season of it. I like that. I'm like, like Stranger Things, 
which I don't think we've talked about that yet, Mm-mm. which I freaking loved and I thought it was amazing. People are but loving it. I didn't it's watch so it. good. I mean, if you like like E.T. and old 80s or 70s uh, sci-fi movies like that, or like The Goonies, then you would love this show. But they're planning on doing another season and just I wish they just would have like wrapped it all up and just moved on, done something else because I I just feel like they don't I don't want them to ruin how good the show was, but I don't know. I guess if it's good then I'll be happy, but until then. Speaking of kind of well going back to the night of and just the whole true crime thing. MTV has a new show that's premiering this week that'll probably not be great, but I'm sure I'll still watch it, but it's like about it's like a I guess reality kind of show but it's like this guy who was wrongly convicted allegedly I guess wrongly convicted of murder or something and he ended up getting out of jail and now he's like gonna go around hearing other people's stories that have been allegedly wrongly accused so that should be kind of interesting hopefully they do a decent job with that but yeah it'd be nice if one of them was like he's like you know, it's pretty obvious. You just did this. You just lied to me. Well, it was it was funny or not funny, but kind of eye opening <laughs> in that last episode of the night of when he was talking to one of the guys in jail, and the guy and the main guy was like, "I mean, I didn't do it," and the guy was like, "Everyone in here says they're innocent." Well, yeah, it kind of. I think the the best example of that is from Shawshank Redemption, where. The only guilty man in Shawshank is Red. I haven't seen it. You got to see it. It's so good. God, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so good. But anyway, well, I guess we can move on. Um, only guilty man in Shawshank. That was a good impersonation, I'm guessing. I don't know. Thank you. I do a really good Morgan Freeman. That was a terrible Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> so moving from drama to comedy, there has been some staff shakeups at SNL. No yeah. one, no one really watches SNL anymore. But yeah, isn't it like, uh, what's the guy that married Olivia Wilde? What's his name? Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, isn't it like a Jason Sudeikis wannabe? Yeah, and Colin Jost. Colin Jost. No. I'm not sure no how you idea. say. I think it's Colin Jost. I know the guy, and I've always thought this guy's not very funny. He hasn't been very funny. And Jay Farrow, who I was reading, he like he plays like Barack Obama and stuff, but he was. Yeah. He was brought onto the show only to do impersonations, but like has grown, I guess, into more of like sketch things since then. But both of them have been on for six seasons, and I guess they sign like seven-year contracts. So they definitely both got fired, and it was kind of out of nowhere. Well, they got to do something because that show is just not funny. But I'm not sure if it's because of them, or just who's the head writer these days. Do I don't, you know? I don't know. Because it was uh, what's his name that does late night Seth Myers. Seth Myers and yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just there's just not very memorable people. Like he's been Colin Colin Jost, however you say it. He's been in a couple of like movies and stuff, but like yeah, I just don't just find not, him very amusing. Funny. Yeah, but it, it was kind of sad to hear about him being like, yeah, I don't know why I got fired. Yeah, and it's never fun when you find out people get fired unless you know that like, hey, that person really deserved it. Or like, hey, he's he's done. Like, he'll be good because it's like some people when they get fired. Because I was reading that, like, I didn't realize that like Adam Sandler and Chris Farley had gotten fired. Oh, really? Yeah, and like in '95 or something. But like, uh, Adam Sandler got fired right after. Like, you know, his big the Hanukkah song was like huge, Mm -hmm. and he had just done Billy Madison, and uh, I can't remember if he got fired before or after. 
uh, what's the Happy Gilmore before or after that one came out, but both like really popular movies. And yeah. same with Chris Farley, like Tommy Boy had come out, my favorite movie. And yeah. it was right before like Black Sheep came out, which is another hilarious movie. So and they I don't think I've ever seen Black Sheep. Oh my god, it's great. We'll watch I've it. I've seen Tommy Boy a lot, but but um, but it's weird. Like at least both of Chris Farley's movies were produced by Lauren Michaels. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's just bizarre. But I guess yeah. he just makes uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're just not pulls the trigger but i mean you could also just make a point that a lot of as people that get fired from snl go on to have extremely successful careers like you look at uh robert downey jr got fired after one episode so did um uh money please that girl yeah yeah jenny dating captain america now yeah what's her name that's how i was also going to point her out she was in that movie obvious child what is her what name? What is her last name? Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. And yeah. And she, uh, she's Marcel the Shell. Did you ever see that video? Mm-mm. It's really annoying, but people loved it. <laughs> it's like this little shell, and she's like, I'm Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yeah. So, I mean. But that's because she said the F word. Oh, really? She got yeah. fired for that? I think so. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Maybe it was after one season. I don't know. Very early on. I know Robert Downey got fired after one episode because he was like doing a bunch of cocaine with like Jack Nicholson and stuff, and they got. You said fired. Nicholson again. What's his name? It's Nicholson. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. <sighs> Jack Nicholson. What do you think has been the okay? So the clear breakout star of like the current cast is Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, for sure. And but there's like not even any competition. No. Like some people say maybe Leslie Jones, but. I don't think she's very funny. I, it's like I don't. She, it's just a different kind of humor. That's not really my kind of humor. Yeah, like it's very loud and just. Like that commercial she does. That's like for State Farm. <laughs> you must be Jared. Hey, it's just. Not, I don't think that's funny. I don't <laughs> so, know. Kate yeah. McKinnon is definitely a breakout star. But who do you think what had the? Because you know, there's kind of very iconic casts. Which one? Which cast do you think has been like the funniest? Like there's the. Will Ferrell years, there's like the Chris Farley years, then well, the I'm, Kristen Wiig. I'm extremely, yeah. I, Kristen Wiig was great, but it's probably, it's Will Ferrell for sure. He That guy just did too many great things. But I mean, you also go back to like the Belushi and Bill Murray years. So, I mean, you can go all like the way the back. like the Tina and Amy years. Yeah. Well, Tina and Amy years were still when Will Ferrell was still on. So. But yeah, but they kind of rotated into like the Kristen Wiig I think the too. best... Like obviously the best late night. I mean, what's it? What's the the tele the the news part they do? A weekend update. Weekend update is with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler for sure. Yeah. Do update. you know who the Do you know who the first weekend update person was? No. He was on it for he was on the show for one year. I don't know. Chevy Chase. Oh really? Yep, Chevy Chase. Never would have guessed that. Huh. Well, anywho, see, I'll be curious to see who they hire. Um, if it gets any funnier, I, I really very rarely watch it. Like I'll watch clips of. I think Eddie Murphy skits. might actually be the most famous stint because Eddie. Yeah, I think Eddie Murphy maybe because Eddie Murphy, like the show was going downhill, and then like that was the years that Lauren Michaels left, and then Eddie Murphy kind of brought the show back to life. How long do you think it'll there. it'll last? Oh, it's gonna last forever. You it's think just, so? Yeah. No, I think. I don't know. I they mean, just gotta, if it gotta, continues gotta, to be not very funny. Well, here, the thing with SNL is that it's always going to be kind of, oh, that wasn't that great. <laughs> but then they're gonna, the next week they're going to come out with like a dick in the box, which is a great 
great idea and great segment. That was like when the show was, that's another time when the show was like not that good, but that brought the show. Yeah. But that's the thing. You got to have the one thing that kind of brings the show back. And that was like the digital shorts. They don't even have, yeah, they don't have that one thing right now. No, but they'll find it. They just, you know what they got to do? They got to get rid of Keenan or Kel, whichever one it is. Is Keenan still on it? I think so. That guy's been on it for like 30 years. He's just like, they need to get rid of that dude. He's never been very funny. No. But he is, has, if he's still on it, he's been on for like close to 10 years. Long time. Ever since like uh, Fat Albert came out, I think that's when <laughs> he was still on it when that movie came out. The guy's got to be like 50 years old. But you know. have to admit, like, yeah, it's not very funny, but they only have a, like a week. Yeah, no, see, that's what I'm like, saying. stressful. Yeah. I'm sure they're so, here's the deal. I bet they're so stressed all the time. And like deliriously tired from trying to do all this stuff that like yeah. things sound hilarious. Yeah. And then to well, people who haven't been awake all week and yeah, it's like no, that wasn't funny. Yeah, I really loved listening to the episode of like uh, uh, who's the guy that does that does the Last Man on Earth? What's it? Will Our Will Forte? Will Forte? He did an episode of the Nerdist. Uh, where the, he was talking about the writing process with Seth Meyers, and he would always have the, he would always have this one idea that if they had nothing else in his back pocket that he would throw out there, and it was kind of like time traveling caveman or something like that. That was always just really dumb, <laughs> but if they ever needed it, they could just throw it out there and uh, just write a quick segment with that. And I think I mean that's one of the reasons why Thirty Rock is so great because it really shows how the head writer Liz Lemon is always in a great, you know great stress and everyone else is just kind of like <laughs> yeah. in their own world seems like it'd be a fun job but maybe not oh yeah I mean, it'd probably be a fun job to do for a couple of years but then that, that's why the the head writer filters out so much yeah i think the head writers it was like i don't know who it is now but then it was seth myers tina fey adam mckay was one was uh what's his name from uh conan o'brien was he was he a writer i think I he was know. IDK. We were on that longer than I thought, so let's get on to the next subject. On to the next. One thing that I had mentioned to you, I want to talk a little bit about the new college football social media rule. I know nothing about this. What is this? So, it sounds stupid, but I do think that it will change some things. So, in the past, up until I think right around August 1st is when this went into effect. (laughs) Coaches were not allowed to, I guess, kind of publish that they were recruiting someone, meaning they couldn't, like, retweet a, a recruit's tweet or couldn't like it, anything like that. And they were able, like, what they could do before was they could follow a player and they could, like, direct message him. But now they're able to retweet, like tweets, just kind of show that they like what that player is putting out there. Okay. So the reason they kind of made this change was because basically they just came out and said, it is way too hard to like police this and our efforts are pretty sad anyway. So like, just go ahead and start doing it. (laughs) But it's been interesting to see like, especially like Butch Jones has been like one of the top in like retweeting people now since this rule went into effect. He's one of the most active social media coaches. Yeah. So what I was reading was saying that like a lot of coaches don't obviously run their own Twitter. Like they have like an intern or some lowly staff member run their stuff. Yeah. But they were saying, I wonder if that's going to change. And I wonder, because that's kind of putting a lot of power into an intern's hands, into like an intern's hands because 
I'm sure it's kind of hard to know like what what to retweet and all that but it just like the main thing is that they're really trying to by using social media like you can appeal a lot to those high school kids yeah and we were talking about this the other day how like we were watching some ESPN 30 for 30 I think it was for the U and you had this coach who was like the whitest dude ever working in Miami recruiting like these these gangster football players and he's like how is he going to connect to these guys so i mean like this is a way that you can they can do it it's just (laughs) it's just it's got to be really tough sometimes like you have these these kids that are 20 years younger than you that you know they have you share not the same (laughs) not not besides football so i don't know i'll be interested to see if it affects anything because i feel like if i were 17 18 years old and i had one coach that was Retweeting. really going after myself, really retweeting everything and messaging me and liking everything that I said about like, honestly, I'd be like, Oh, they really want me. And like, if by them retweeting it, then the fans were like, yeah, we want you, we want you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was like, I really think that will affect some players minds, but we'll see. Um, and then another thing like Tennessee and I'm sure other teams are too, but I just obviously pay attention to Tennessee are like <laughs> Tennessee is really good with like the social media recruiting side of it. Do you remember a couple years ago when they did like the Rolling Stone cover? Did you ever see that? No. It was for Shy Tuttle, who now goes to Tennessee and plays for the Vols. It was like a it was a they had photoshopped a Rolling Stone cover that was Shy Tuttle and Beyonce <laughs> talking about how Beyonce wanted Shy Tuttle to come to Tennessee and all this kind of stuff and like. He, of course, loved it. Like, that thing was huge. And this year they've done, like, literally two weeks after Pokemon Go came out, they, like, were sending recruits, like, these Pokemon Go things they had photoshopped with, like, an orange and white Pokeball and, like, trying to catch these recruits. So, I don't know. Like, I'm very impressed with what Tennessee does social media-wise. And I'll just – it. I like I feel like a they nerd when I did. talk about social media, but yeah, it really that's does. Like, that's your that's your jam. It really does. Like it has changed so much, <laughs> and it has changed recruiting, and it's changing everything. You know? They it's, also did a really like when we got what's his name, Gene Carlo Esposito. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, the quarterback. The, the quarterback. Garantano. Garantano. <laughs> I think I just named an actor from Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, they did a really great recruiting thing with him, where they he's he's from like New Jersey, mm-hmm. and so they brought him to New the. Times Square, what's it called? Is that oh, it? that was him. Yeah, Times. Yeah, and they, and they like had him up on the up on like, all the screens, and that's where he like announced yeah. his. So that's got to be an awesome I little thing. It's kind of random. Like I commit to the University of Tennessee, and like he's in New York. There's like actually a lot of people from New Jersey that go to Tennessee. Really? Yeah, I had a roommate from New Jersey. It was weird. Anyway, y'all don't care about y'all don't care about which states decide to go to the University of Tennessee, but just wanted to you should wanted to talk about the social media thing it's it's crazy to me all right now we got a couple of movie reviews because we've it, seen a couple in our in our movie review visa that's the worst it's the worst i know but we're keeping it going <laughs> movie review we'll have a review up next week of did we come up with that after we'd been drinking yeah of course okay. it was All in right. the middle of the episode oh of course so we just gotcha it, but we're keeping that um we're going to see sausage party tonight so we'll have that up next time but yeah first one we want to talk about um, it's, I know it's been a few weeks now, but we saw Ghostbusters. So hit me with your thoughts. Hit me with your thoughts. First things first, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was nearly as funny as I thought it would be. 
based off the guy's previous films, which I, which were all hilarious. But this one, it it was the action was impressive, um, and the and the uh, CGI was good. I thought it was, I liked it, but I just didn't love it, and I think it was very forgettable. I would kind I would, of I would give it I would give it a C plus. Yeah, C plus. I also enjoyed it. Um, usually, I'm like offended by CGI, but I thought they did a good job of not making, especially when you're like trying to put ghosts up on the screen. They did yeah. a good job of not making it just disgustingly CGI filled. So I thought they did a good job with that. I thought all the characters were really good. I felt like they didn't let Kristen Wiig flow enough. Her role was like yeah, she just she had the most boring character. She just yeah, she didn't have. A lot to do in it. Like. My old French teacher is walking by our house right now in a red newsboy cap. Yeah, I thought obviously the best character, even even uh, what's her name? Uh, not Kristen Wiig, the uh, the other main one. She's in all of the guys. McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. She wasn't that funny either. Yeah, she and she and Kristen Wiig both had pretty forgettable characters. Which is crazy because they're so freaking funny. That the like the only funny person in the there's two funny people in the movie for me, which is shocking to say because they're they're all funny. It goes Chris Hemsworth was hilarious, yeah, and Kate McKinnon, yeah. Those were the only two funny people in the movie. I know that kind of sucks to be funny, but have to be kind of the main person that carries it. So you're like usually you can do that, but with two people, you only usually do it with one. Yeah, I mean it was funny. It's it was funnier than like it's it has not done not fared well it's not there's not going to be another one there's not no they're losing money they've lost 75 million dollars off the movie there's not going to be it's it's and it's sad to say because all the the talent like the director i know i mean he'll make more movies but because he's kind of spy which was like the funniest movie of last year this is definitely yeah like the the least funny of his movies like you said but i really did enjoy it i just was like well that was fun it It wasn't like that was hilarious yeah it was inconsequential um, I'll be curious to see. They just announced because you know there was all of the uproar about female Ghostbusters. Like, how could you know? How could we do that? Girls are stupid. <laughs> so, I will be super curious to see. They just kind of announced, and I don't think all of these are like final, but they announced the I guess probable cast for the Ocean's Eleven. Like, I cannot wait remake for with all women. And so I'm curious to see if that like gonna, happens gonna, to fare the same way, which it totally would be sad. Is. It's, yeah. But I think it probably will follow a similar. It, totally, I mean, sexist, depressing. Are, I mean, trajectory. I think I think a lot of it was like sexist nerds upset, or even people just like claiming to be nerds that are upset that they're making a all female cast of Ghostbusters. But I think that's going to carry over to Ocean's I, I 8. I do too. Which is, and like the cast is crazy awesome. like it's, you have academy award winners in it it is kind of a, it's a random cast but i haven't seen oceans 11 so i'm not really sure like, oh no the yeah. characters yeah of. i mean oceans 11 was i mean it had bernie mac and brad pitt and george clooney it, it was a very okay. random cast but i was i was wondering like everyone was saying that uh j-law jennifer lawrence might be in it so i wonder if she's i heard they're still so the thing because she would be a good like brad pitt or uh or no she'd be a good like matt damon of the group I heard there's still like a chance because, like I said, they're not all confirmed. But the ones that they had announced the other day it's, were I, Sandra Bullock great. is confirmed. Yeah, Sandra Bullock is gonna be like the I think she's gonna be like the Brad Pitt, and then Kate Blanchett will be like the George Clooney of the group. And I, I love Sandy. And then also yeah. other names. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. That's be awesome. 
uh, Rihanna. Yeah. Um, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. She'll be. She'll Is be that good. it? I can't remember. There's got to be more. If I can't remember. Those are the only names I remember. Oh no, there's the Asian actress that was in uh, Neighbors Two. She wore those glasses. Oh yes, Aquafina. Yeah. yeah, she'll be in it. She was on Girl Code. Oh, was she? Yeah, like I don't know her from anything except for Girl Code, and then I was like, why are you in Neighbors Two? And now yeah. she's like talking about being in this movie mm-hmm. with Sandra Bullock. It's crazy. It's awesome. She's really hopped quite far. Yeah. Aquafina spelled like awkward. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see with her. Yeah. I'm. I can't wait. I don't know that it's, I'm ready it's for being, that. It's being shot by Gary Ross, who who's who's done he has an eclectic um, filmography. He uh, he did uh, of course he did I think he did Sea Biscuit, which is weird. But he he did the first Hunger Games movie, which was actually Hunger Games, which is actually really well shot. He did more of a handheld shot of it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Do you remember when Jarhead came out and everyone's like saying they were sick because the camera shook uh, so much? No, I loved it. That was shot by Roger Deakins. It was great, great cinematographer. Hmm. That's not what I heard. Hasn't what about Jarhead? People were literally saying they were sick. Well, people are stupid. Anyway, people are really dumb. I would like to visit the set of this new movie because that way, that's like killing twenty birds with one stone. I get to meet like everyone I've ever. And I think that Steven Soderbergh is gonna work as the uh, director of photography for it. So that'll be great. Sweet. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh. Well, you you don't know this at all, but Steven Soderbergh directed the first. He directed the Ocean's Eleven movies. He directed all three of them. Who's to say I didn't know that? You didn't know that. How do you know? But now he's, ever since he's actually, he's, you know, retired from directing film. And he's, he's, but he, uh, he did that series, Knickerbocker, the Nick. He, he directed all those. So he's, he's kept him, kept him busy, but he's going to be. Nickelodeon. Have he also shot XXL? He directed the first movie. Magic Mike XXL? Yeah. He, and then he did the director of photography for that, uh, that movie as well. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for that. And Gary Ross actually served as a second-hand or second-unit director for the Ocean's Eleven movie, so he's in the same. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get that flow going. We should can't have wait. saved this for just around the riverbend, but whatever. We gotta do our second movie review. B. We also saw Bad Moms. Bad Moms, which I actually really enjoyed. I did too. I loved it. It was. I mean, it wasn't the funniest movie I've ever seen, but it was like, I definitely laughed out loud a few times, and I just like loved it. It was just yeah. so fun. It was, it was, yeah, it was a good time movie, and it had that kind of that. What's her name? Han, Catherine Han. Catherine Han. She's great. She's so good. She's funny in everything she's in. I was watching Step Brothers the other day when you were with us, <laughs> me, me, myself, and I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, it's just you and, and me. <laughs> she's so great in that. She's in Step Brothers. Yeah, she's uh, Adam Scott. We didn't wife. get very far. Oh, I finished it with her. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's rude. You acted like you didn't want to watch it. Uh, yeah, once it came out, I, Whatever. I wanted to watch it. Um, but kind of going back to like Ghostbusters, Mila Kunis definitely played, she played like the main role, uh, and she definitely played like the boring. Yeah, we were talking about this afterwards. Here's, plain character. Yeah, here's my big, like we ha- you make these comedy movies, and you always have, you have like the supporting cast who are like are genuinely hilarious. funny people, like Ms. Han, and then you have the star, like uh, Mila really Kunis. Who's, who, yeah, who's just not... Who's like the face and the name, yeah. but they're not funny. It's kind of like uh, uh, the, my example was the Hangover mm-hmm. series with like Bradley Cooper, who is not freaking funny. That guy's not funny at all, <laughs> but he's but he's handsome. And so they're they always so they're the way they make a joke is out of nowhere they'll just go they'll just yell like the f word they'll just yell it 
and that's their way of thinking. That's, oh, okay, they're making a joke by yeah, just yelling like, the f word. That's their crutch. Yeah, and I mean, she did a good job. Like there were, she was amusing enough, but like it, definitely, the other characters carried it. And of course, I love to death Kristen Bell. She's great, and she's really good at playing. Like in Bad Mom, she plays like goody goody, and then like in Veronica Mars, she plays like a really snarky, like know it all badass so she like i feel like she's good at playing a range of characters but i really liked her in that i've liked her in most things she's done i can't really think of anything i didn't like her she's so great on social media like i just love her i don't know about. i want to meet her she's She's great in forgetting sarah marshall yeah she's gonna be that new show that's uh directed by i mean it's coming out in september by the michael schur yeah the good the good life coming out in september we talked about that a few episodes ago yeah can't wait for that Oh, and Scream Queens will be back soon. Yeah, they're already doing promos for that. I know. September 22nd. Can't wait for that one. Um, anyway, moving on. It is time for... Just Around the <laughs> River Bend. Thank you. Thank you. First thing is first. Yeah, people love it when I sing on this show. They do, yeah. We get so many mentions. So many mentions. <laughs> uh, real quick, just want to talk about Gilmore Girls released their uh, release date. So... Uh, <laughs> It's and some they did their first promo, so it's gonna be released on Black Friday, which I now have plans for Black Friday. Like go shopping early, maybe probably sleeping, and then come home and watch Gilmore Girls all day. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit that Sperry's shoe deal again. They did have a killer deal. Killer There's deal. There's no Sperry's here. Well, that just ruined my Black Friday. Thank you, Lucy. Well, great. But Gilmore Girls is coming out. Fantastic! I and, love the I love the Gilmore Girls. You're back. You're back up. Great. So four Fantastic. one and a half hour episodes. Um, they wrote their each episode. It's like a season, so spring, summer, fall, winter. But they released the first promo, which it was weird. I was listening to something, and they were talking about how it was shot in high def, and how it's just like weird to see the Gilmore Girls in high def. But they were talking about in the promo, they're like. Do you think Amy Schumer would like me? Like, do you think... It, it was just funny. It's, like, weird to hear them talking about current people. I'm really excited. And there's rumors that someone might be pregnant, but I think they just did that to, like, stir up some Lorelai? That's the only person's name I know on the show. Oh, Rory? I mean, Lorelai is kind of old by now, so it would probably be Rory if it was I anyone. thought Lorelai was the younger one. No, that's... Well, they're both technically named Lorelai, so technically you're not wrong. But hmm. the younger one goes by Rory. Looks like I know Gilmore Girls better than you do. Not really, because I had to just explain it to you. Nope. So, nope. <laughs> I can't wait. I will probably be live tweeting the entire process. It's going to be, what, one one and a half hours is, what, six hours worth of Gilmore Girls? It's going to be so great. You're going to watch every minute of it. I'm probably not. You are. Probably won't. You will. I won't. You will. Probably not. Will. <laughs> And um, so there's, pro- I'm sure, more news coming on that soon. But you wanted to talk about this movie that I don't know anything about. Well, I don't know. It, it's it's more. It's just more of the same. Uh, how do they make this mistake? You had to know that this was coming. But then again, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really say what it's going to be like. It's that new Matt Damon movie where he's. It's them make. It's them building the Great Wall of China, and they get attacked by a monster. But it's an all Asian classic. Yeah, it's just just the all Asian cast, and then you have, of course, Matt Damon headlining it. But then you, I mean, there's so many things that come into this. Yeah, you're gonna piss off a lot of people that say 
that you're stealing roles from um, Asian men across you know the globe. But then again, you're not going to sell a lot of movie tickets if you I just know. have a guy that's not feel, Matt Damon in it. I feel terrible. We were maybe if it was Ken this. Ken Wantanabe, Wantanabe, Wantanabe. I don't have to say it. Yeah, Inception and Last The Last Samurai. Uh, He's a great actor, but I mean, even him, he's like probably the most well-known face, like maybe Jackie Chan, but that guy, I mean, that guy hasn't done anything forever. I don't know, but you're, you're still just not going to sell movie tickets without these guys. But I think that's the issue. It's like, that just sucks. Yeah, no, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. But then you can see it from the studio's point of view, but even like the director came out recently and the director is a very prominent, um, Asian director. He did. Uh, he he directed when they, when the Olympics were in. Where were they? A couple of years ago was it Beijing? Beijing. When they were in Beijing, he did. He he directed the uh, opening ceremony for that. Okay, yeah. So he's done. All, he's done. He's just done so many great films. But he comes out and says that you haven't seen the film yet. He actually fits into it in a really organic way. So if he's saying that, then I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But still, they got to market it in a better better way to not lead to the masses oh no it'll matt damon's face will be on the poster oh yeah for sure i don't know i mean uh like you said like you do see the studio's point of view but like it just really that really sucks yeah i I just really don't even know what to say it just is like it's just the way it is it it needs to be fixed but it just is sad yeah maybe the same thing with scarlett johansson but that one I feel like is that that yeah, one's what? that one's worse. The Ghost in the Shell, that one is worse on several reasons. You could get like there are. I mean, that, this is bad just from, you know, uh, like when when they tried to when they talked about uh, using technology to make her seem more Asian. Eesh. That was bad. Like, that was bad. <laughs> you, you cannot Eesh. do that. But yeesh. <laughs> they already did that for another film back in the day with. Uh, Directed by the Wachowski brothers that had Tom Hanks in it. What was that called? I forgot. But yeah, so they had like the whole, it had Hugh Grant in it as well. They made them all Asian in one of the segments. So that was. Well, and here's the deal. It's like, I know that these studios know we're going to get, there's going to be backlash about this. And then people are still going to go see the movie. So we'll just. Actually, no, this movie's probably, this movie's going to bomb. No one's going to see this movie. It's, this movie falls into the frame of why make the movie? Why make like, like earlier this year they had that movie with uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Professor X, where they played was like Frankenstein. I forgot. Uh, yeah, name. No, yeah I mean like why make that movie? The movie bombed. No one went to go see it. And then they you know none of his movies have done well uh, since Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I mean he's made good ones like that movie he did with. Uh, where he played uh, Alan Ginsberg, that was really good. And then like freaking Tarzan, why make that movie? No one's asking for freaking Tarzan, but they make it anyway. I feel like Tarzan is like a children's thing. Yeah, I why mean, great, to... great animated movie. Why, yeah, why make, are you trying why, to make that for like adults? Why make a movie with the guy from uh, like True Blood? Why make a movie of that? No one's asking for it. Uh, you know, I did like Dan Rudd's movie, but it definitely was not popular. Uh, no. Just, was it called Just Friends? I don't know. It's called like the F word in Europe, and I can't remember what it was oh, called. Oh, yeah, here. that was good. I actually really like the movie with Zoe with those, Kazan. Yeah, I like, I like that movie. Yeah, I love Dan Rad. If I could have a celebrity BFF, Dan Rad. It would be Dan Rad. Yeah. Of anyone. He just seems so great. Yeah. And so down to earth. Oh, love him. Oh, man. 
why are, why do they make those movies that they know they're not gonna make any money off of? I don't know. I don't. That's but then, the thing. but then you gotta think like that. What are they gonna make then? Only superhero but movies. But here's the thing: you gotta think. This idea was the best idea in like a meeting between a lot of people. They're like, "What about Tarzan with?" Yeah. I can't even remember that guy's name. Who cares? Yeah. Skarsgård. It's like, that's it. That's the one. I mean, like I- there had to be better ideas, or if they're not. Like, you need some new people in those positions if that was the best idea. Yeah. Obviously, like, if they're just, if they just want to make movies off it, they're just going to make, you know, now they're just making Star Wars movies. They're talking about making Indiana Jones movies again. They're, they're even making more Harry Potter movies. But you can still, like, you gotta you got to be able to weed out the the ideas that you want to bring back, like Tarzan. Yeah. And just know nobody that's wants to not, see That's not that's not it. And then come up with like an original idea for a movie. Maybe. Well, but like, yeah, but then you get a, but then of course you're still going to make the movies that you know are going to bring you money in. Yeah, but which uh, makes me really excited about the new Star Wars movie because it's not oh, just the, it's not just the basic you know Star Wars movie that's you know Luke like, and them against the big evil. It's it's kind of like a heist film. We had such a long debate about that. It sounds great. In the wait. last episode or two episodes ago. But here's the thing. I'm sure you could make a Tarzan movie. Like, that's fine. But you got to realize which movies you can spend millions and millions and millions on. And you got to realize which movies, like, let's think about, like, how many people are going to see this. Like, let's maybe yeah. set a smaller budget for this one. When, I think yeah, that's no, the when issue. You, when, you, when your review for a, for a tar, uh, Tarzan movie is that it looks good. And that's, that's not what you're looking for with Tarzan. That, yeah, I mean, that's that's all the money you're putting into it. But I mean, everyone's like, it looks good, but it's like, I mean, Maybe I don't know why just they made this. for like the Academy Award best, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Makeup. That's the thing. Well, I feel bad when there's movies that are nominated for costumes people, and makeup. And it has like, like mm. people that you really like in it, like Margot uh, Robbie. Yeah. She's in it. Or Ruby, as you said. R- Ruby. I say Ruby. I was trying to please the masses. <laughs> uh, Christoph Waltz, he was in it. Samuel Jackson. I don't know the guy's name from True Blood, but I'm sure he's a decent fella. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, I know people. I know you probably think he's hot. I'm not really into him. Okay. Um, I did changing the subject back to Margot Robbie a little bit. Uh, we wanted to see Suicide Squad, but I heard it was just terrible, <laughs> so we have not seen it. But I actually have a friend who said it's really good. Well, yeah, I mean, who yeah. I like. Well, here's the, here's the whole thing with these DC movies. All, all, all the DC fans who, in my opinion, are probably the, you know, probably the, the, the most unintelligent of the comic. Yeah, fans. I don't really understand but, the difference between DC and Marvel, but let's not get into that. But yeah, they all, they all say that is a great. All the, all the fans of the comic books love the movie. I can't even speak to this because I never read the comics, but I did see Batman vs Superman, and I actually thought it was kind of, I thought it was entertaining, and I enjoyed it. But all the critics destroy the movies and all the so all the fans have actually signed a petition (laughs) and they're trying to get rotten tomatoes shut down oh my god what would we do without rotten tomatoes i don't know just Uh, trust our guts i guess i don't know i read an interesting article about the about suicide squad talking about apparently like so we haven't seen it but word on the street is that um jared leto who plays joker is in it for like literally like 60 seconds like it's like and it's flashbacks. Yeah. It's not even current things. And the marketing has been Jared Leto, Jared Leto, Jared Leto. And the article I read was talking about how, because if you've heard anything about this movie, you've probably heard about how Jared Leto was um, a yeah. method actor. Yeah, yeah, when you stay in character for the whole filming and like 
no one knows actually Jared Leto. They only know like the the Joker. And there's like so many stories that come out in the media about him giving them like gifts of like a dead rat or just like yeah. him being crazy. And this article was talking about how true method acting has really just died. And like the only reason people do it now is to get media. And like they really, they really have pushed that with Suicide Squad, pushed his method acting, and also like I hate Jared Leto so to much. get nominated Ugh. for an award because like there's been a bunch of people who were in movies that were like so so, but because you know because of their process, they're like nominated for their portrayal yeah. when it's like, eh, you were in it for. 60 seconds. Yeah, so like when he unjustly won for Dallas Buyers Club. I mean, it, yeah, don't get me wrong. Thing. Movie's fine. He did an, he did a decent job, but I mean, he didn't really do I mean, he dressed up as a woman and then he died. Didn't do that it's didn't do that like, much. But then you have a guy like Michael Fassbender or Fassbender as you people say. Fassbender. <laughs> who was amazing in 12 Years a Slave and was in it for almost the entire film and had such raw intensity. He should have won, but it, of course they give it to It truly the is and actor. like that's the same thing like and I know Leo has deserved it numerous years in a row, but he Leo's, went, Leo's not a method actor. Yeah, but with the uh, the Revenant, that's. I mean, he beat himself. Him, he he's more of like a, he's closer to a Robert De Niro who is he's pretty close to being a method actor, but he really just beats him up, beats himself up for the role. But a true method actor, in the in the best example, is of course the greatest actor of all time, Daniel Day Lewis, who just <laughs> God. he. That's a true method Daniel Day-Lewis would love this podcast because all you do is he's talk the, about how great he is. He's the greatest actor of all time. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Jared Leto wants to be DDL, but he ain't got the stuff. He does have good face care regimen. He's say. a beautiful man, but that doesn't mean I gotta like him. He looks like he's the same age as us. Or younger. He looks like he's younger than I do. I look like I'm like 45. And he looks like he's 20. He, it's crazy. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. What did he does he always method act? DDL? Yeah. That's how he gets it. I mean, he also only does a role like once every 5 years. He is last he I mean every every time he does a movie, he's a, he's nominated for an Academy Award and he always deserves it. Last the last movie he did where he didn't get nominated was he did a musical version of 8 and a half. He did 9, which wasn't very good. 8 Mile. Yeah. He did he did he did 8 Mile. He played Eminem. Wow. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty great, actually. That'd be quite the method <laughs> acting. But yeah, he, he he's just so good. He's actually doing a movie. Uh, they're in the beginning stages of making a movie now with um, his "There Will Be Blood" director, Paul Thomas Anderson. There will be blood. And, uh, I'm finished. I don't I'm get finished. it. I, seen it. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I remember hearing that Brad Pitt hated Shia LaBeouf because they were in like a war movie together, and Shia LaBeouf was well, like, yeah. I've, you know, method acting. Yeah. Actually, Brad Pitt's gone back to say he actually really appreciated his performance. But yeah, <laughs> I can imagine I would probably hate Shia LaBeouf if I ever met the dude. But. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I really liked his, uh, when, he, when he was on like, when he was on like late night with somebody, and he told his story about when he got messed up and went to a. Uh, performance of cabaret or <laughs> yeah that was funny oh shia but yeah so like leo dicaprio he beats himself up for the role but he doesn't stay in character off screen that's that that's like what robert de niro would do robert de niro will like in raging bull as you know my favorite film as i told you last night well he <laughs> I, will, I already forgot <laughs> exactly he will get real physically fit for the role like jack up you know he'll he'll get really buff and then 
he'll, and then they'll tell him, hey, you got to lose all this weight or gain all this weight. And then he'll gain 50 pounds for the same movie. But then he won't stay in character off it screen. It's crazy to me. And I know we're like running along, but it's crazy to me the people that do that. Like, I, of course, I think a lot of people think of Christian Bale. What yeah. was it? The, what was it? The Christian movie? Bale's not a method actor either, but he's great. No, I know, but I'm talking about this weight loss or weight gain. Like, yeah, he's. He, he, well, he notoriously began. This is where he became famous where he, for the machinist where yeah, he lost okay, 50 pounds. And he was like. Skin and bones. Skin and gross. bones. Gross. And the movie wasn't that good, but he, but he, you know, he was, he lost all that weight, and that's why he was. The movie's fine, but it's basically it's known for Christian Bale being super, super skinny. And then he had to jump right. Was he nominated for anything? No. Okay. And then he jumped right into. He would be if he did it today, though. Um, then he jumped right into Batman. Batman oh my he, god, he was so buff. He was so buff. Yeah, yeah. it was like the same year. Can you imagine? Like, you, I better be paid that kind of money yeah. if they're expecting me to gain and lose weight like that. And then That's he, and then, and, but then, but then, right after Batman, the first one, he went and did Rescue Dawn, where he again had to lose no. like fifty pounds no. or so. So he went from being super skinny to buff to super skinny, and then he had to go right back to being super buff. For the second, uh, second uh, Dark Knight movie, the effect that must have on your body, yeah, and like that's the thing with Renee Zellweger who did Bridget Jones. I'm pretty sure she said like she. Oh, would, we can talk about that in a second too, because I got something else on that one. She would do. I I don't know if it was. I guess the third one. She would do it, but she's not going to gain the weight, even though she looks better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think I think with the big thing with Renee is that she doesn't look like she's overflowing with Botox. Well, I know, but I just remember her saying at some point that like one of the reasons that she didn't do a one earlier was that she did not want to gain that weight back. Yeah, so let me finish the the cycle of Christian Bale. There's more? There's more. There's more to come. Because then after he loses, after he gains all the way back for the Dark Knight, he keeps that on for the third Dark Knight movie because he doesn't want to get jacked again. But then at the end of that, he does American Hustle, yes. where he gains like he gains like everywhere. He weighs like yeah, he's like, like he's like two hundred and fifty pounds I or whatever. I forgot about yeah. that. So he like he, and then recently, so he, he lost all that weight back, and he's now like the usual Christian Bale. But then he got he signed on to do a movie on the founder of Ferrari. This is hurting me. This like is an, making me feel like like Anicio Ferrari. I don't know the guy's name, but that guy. That movie sounds bad. Yeah, no, it didn't sound Why like Why are great. they making that? I don't know. But it was going to be done by like Christopher... Uh, no, no, Michael Mann was going to do it, and he's pretty good. He's kind of hit and miss. I don't know. But... um, uh, Get it? No. You said ba-dum-tsh. dum Anyway. Yeah, he, uh, he was going to have to do it for one film where he was going to be regular size as the younger Ferrari and then had to gain all this weight for the older Ferrari. But he said, I can't do it anymore. See, I'm done. Like, honestly, I can't do it anymore. He's been doing it for years. Yeah. Although it would be fun for like at least one time to be like, oh yeah, I can, I'm like supposed to gain 50 pounds for this movie. Yeah. So like I can eat whatever I want. But it seems and like it's he, for work. I'm getting paid. It's kind of, it's kind of humorous that he, he has the ability to lose the weight, but like gaining the weight was the hard part, was the hard part, the hard part, the hard part, <laughs> this is the hard part segment. The hard part for him. So, yeah, it's interesting. That's crazy. Also, with a little bit of Renee Zellweger fun, I was... Zelly, that's what I call her. Zelly. I was looking at something last night, and Hugh Grant, who is... Uh, oh, you saw this? Where he uh, 
He's doing publicity for his new film that no that one's no going to see. Say who cares who was yeah, called. with Meryl Streep. It's actually getting pretty good reviews. But he uh, was asked to pick like his least favorite coworker or something. And he didn't know. <laughs> they put up a picture of all of them and he asked who Renee's okay, coworker was. Okay, but here, there's a little bit more behind that. They only showed Lucy's got to defend Hugh. I know, I do love Hugh, but he sounded like a total douche in that interview. But it's of course okay. he did. He's a total douche. I love Hugh though. But they only showed the top half of their face. They showed like their eyes and up. It wasn't a full face picture. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I saw that. He did sound. Oh God, he made me like just. I don't. I love Hugh, but like he's a disgusting human. But like I, he, he didn't sound great in that interview. He's like, yeah, I think all of them hate me. <laughs> So I guess that's why he didn't come back for uh, number three. Can't wait for Bridget Jones's baby. Jackson's not going, except for he owes me a movie, so I could use that one. I'll just make fun of it the entire time. You're not going to want to No, that's not a lot. I don't do that when I have to go see movies that you make me Because you like all of them. You really enjoyed Fast and Furious. It made me cry. (laughs) That movie was sad. We're running way over. I think we need to go ahead and cut it out. Cut it out. Oh, we know we gotta oh. give we gotta give our movie recommendations yep. and our rating. Rating. Let's do ratings first. Okay. My, uh, I already drank it all, so I can't, I can't take my last sip like I usually do. <laughs> but I think I quite enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a four, from what I recall. Yeah, I'll give it a three point five. I liked it. It was good. Thanks, mom. Yep. Thanks, mom. Uh, what's your pairing? My pairing... Let's, re- let's recall that. It's called Pacific Rim. And it has a picture of a lion on it. So I'm going with the movie that I haven't seen in 10 years and can't remember if I liked it or not, The Ghost in the Darkness. Do tell me what that's about because I don't see the connection as of now. It's a movie um, starring Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas where uh, Val, Kilmer, uh, Val Kilmer goes to uh, Africa and is building a train, I believe, kind of like a railroad, I believe. And they constantly get attacked by lions at night. And Michael Douglas comes in to help them fight off the lions. And that's the entire movie. And I don't think it's very good. But that's my movie. Might have been your worst ever. Wasn't very good. Mine is going to be Pacific Rim. Just kidding. Um, But it's almost that obvious. I'm going with. (laughs) That's not on Netflix, though. Are any of my movies ever? Except for My Girl, which is. It's going to be My Girl. Just kidding. That would be like the fifth time. My movie is. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That's a lion. <laughs> Can we get a close-up of your laugh again? <laughs> okay. Just like nervous laugh, like as you going to laugh at me. But I'm going with, this is crazy, and I just came up with this now. I I'm thought going, you just said Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I did. Can you let me finish? Okay. <laughs> I was going to go with the live-action movie, but then I remembered I didn't even like that at all. So I'm going with the animated version. Definitely not on Netflix, but the animated version of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. If anyone doesn't remember, the little girl in that is named Elise. And I forget- She's named in the other movie and in the books, too. I forget. <laughs> books? Who cares about books? I forget the tiger, the lion's name. It's like um, Aslan. Uh, something like something that. Something like that. Anyway, great movie. The live action was not very good, but that's okay. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm like sweating because of this wine now. I think it's just hot in here. Man, it's hot. All right. Bye. Bye.